Welcome back to Just One Question, and I am honored and absolutely thrilled to have Rachel Kossar with us today. Um, Rachel is a former ranked rhythmic gymnast on the Canadian national team, and that seems so cool. I hope she'll one day tell me what that means, and even cooler, maybe, depending on your nationality, a professional ballerina with the Boston Ballet. Uh, since her retirement from that amazing institution, she has been the founder of something called Choreography for Business. And that's how I met Rachel, because she thinks about body language in relationship to, uh, and presence in relationship to people in their workplaces. And of course, that's, I think about that a lot too. So we had much to say to each other right from the get-go. So welcome, Rachel. I'm thrilled to see you again, even virtually. How are things going for you? Well, first of all, Nick, thank you for having me. Um, it is a pleasure to get to do this with you. And absolutely, you know, I'm going to take the opportunity of that virtual connection. So, um, you know, in terms of how I'm doing, I think, you know, I, I happen to be in Toronto right now where my family is. Um, nice. And so I've been kind of viewing this whole time as, you know, there are some very real challenges that we're all facing collectively. Um, and then there are also some opportunities and getting to spend a little bit of extra time mm. in Toronto with my family, albeit in quarantine, um, for most of it is, is, a, is a wonderful silver lining. So I'm feeling very grateful. Wonderful. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And gratitude is, a, is one of those things that just, if you can keep it going through difficult times like this, it, it really, really helps. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of the whole gratitude, the daily gratitude exercise. So yeah. that's that's great. Uh, yeah. So I've got just one question for you. It's one that inspired me just lately. It's going to sound the 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 preamble is going to sound a bit dark, but don't worry, it gets to a happy place. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, the, the, there was a a black plague in the in in Europe and and much of Asia. Uh, in the Middle Ages, and it wiped out populations around the world. And when it was finally done, we had this explosion of joy and creativity and artistry called the Renaissance mm -hmm. that really changed the shape, the direction, uh, and, the, and the spirit of humanity. In the early 1900s, we had the Spanish flu killed 50 million people shut the world down in ways which are eerily similar to the way we're shut down now. And when it was done, we had the roaring 20s with jazz and Bauhaus and, and uh, Art Deco and, and speakeasies and, and all kinds of creative drinking, kind of like what's going on, on now virtually. Uh, and so my question to you, just one question is, when this is done, what can you imagine will be the creative explosion that we're going to have as a result? Well, I can see why that question would have you all inspired. I, I, I love thinking of, you know, we, we keep saying we're in an unprecedented time. And yes, it is unprecedented for our generation. But as you said, there have been periods of mass, like global pandemics, and we have moved through them as, as a society and and people. So what is going to come from this particular pandemic? Well, 
I think for one thing, there will be much more value placed in actually being able to be in the same physical space as other people. I think that whether it's, you know, going, walking across the hallway to say hello to a colleague, saying hello to the receptionist as you're coming in, saying thank you, exchanging a few words to your barista, you know, who's full-faced and not masked, you know, at, at whatever point we get to in the future where we are able to do those things, I think that we will really cherish those. Um, even before, you know, this period of disconnection, I feel that people were taking a lot of that shared humanity for granted mm. and those real opportunities for connection for granted. And now we don't have those opportunities, right? And so I think number one, those moments will come at a premium and we will cherish them even more. Um, and then the other thing that I think will come out directly as a result of us having to really leverage technology and leverage these virtual channels of communication is greater and broader access to things like arts, per performance art in particular. Um, you know, I think, yes, it would be great to be able to get back into those performance halls, but I, I think and I hope that what we will see is a trend to bringing the music, the dance, the visual art out of these establishments and into people's homes, communities, um, in more interactive, dynamic ways. Um, and I don't think we're there yet. I think there's a lot of experimentation that's very exciting, um, but right now we're really just trying to survive through this crisis. And I'm very optimistic about the role that art is going to play in our new future. Um, and I think it will just be a testament to our collective creativity as, as humans. That's fantastic. I love that answer very much in the spirit of the question, which I just threw at you unprepared. So thank you very much for that. I love it. And, and I, I love the idea in particular of uh, the, the, the hybrid uh, world that we're talking about where it's going to be a bit virtual and a bit face-to-face uh, in the future, you took that and made it sound much, much better than the word hybrid possibly uh, can convey. So thank you for that. Absolutely. Rachel Kosser, everybody. What a great answer. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you.